Welcome to Two Gals in a Glass Half Full. We are Dr. Bobby and Dr. Jess, two physical therapists doing our best to lead healthy lives. Most of the time, moderation is important, right? See our glasses as half full, some days that is much harder than others, and hope to share that perspective with you by interviewing others more knowledgeable than us. Um, so Dr. Jess, before we get started, what is in your cup today? Well, uh, I have some kombucha here. This is a, a strawberry serenity. I think it's kind of, um, so anyway, it's pretty good. There's 9 billion living probiotics in it. So I'm trying to, you know, keep my immune system up. I've been uh, a little bit busy and not sleeping quite as much as normal. So I'm doing everything I can to continue to boost <laughs> my immune system. Uh, so uh, Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass? I just have good water, kind of fighting a headache. So trying to stay hydrated. There we go. And in the month of pain, we have a guest with us that is going to help give a little bit of a perspective that might be outside of what we consider typical Western medicine way of treating pain. And so uh, we've got Joe with us. So Joe, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you, first of all, for inviting me and having me. Um, I am a, a certified massage therapist and a reflexologist. And I work with uh, essential oils and tuning forks and whatever's down the road. I'm, I'm very, I've become very holistic. And um, what I've actually seen lately is uh, feet, a lot of feet and pain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like it. So I, Joe, I honestly, I don't know a whole lot about reflexology. Uh, do you mind uh, telling us a little bit about what that is? Well, it is uh, your feet and every organ and system in your body can be assessed through that. Okay. So um, I uh, am certified in it. I have been practicing in it for over 10 years now. And I can touch body parts through your feet. And for some people, it was a very uh, easier way that don't like to be touched or uh, people feel their pain. And so it was an easy way for me to start touching and get them comfortable because I, I asked them a question. They're like, what? I feel that. Where are you at? You know? And mm -hmm. um, so they started in that direction and it, it blossomed. It's like people add time onto their sessions because they just want feet. And mm -hmm. then, uh, and they're not, not, not all athletes that run, you know, the people that have different pain for different reasons, mm -hmm. but I can help them through their feet. Very That's cool. pretty cool. I'm sure doing like with massage or reflexology, you have patients or clients that um, are too painful in a certain area where you can't touch it, but then you can see some good results through there. And I think a lot of times we often neglect our feet and how much, how much they do for us and carry us along each day. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and some, sometimes I do like to start at the feet because I'll feel something and I'll know where to go in the body when I get to their body or if their shoulders mm -hmm. are really tight in their neck, I'll, I'll work that reflex on their feet first. So that's sending impulses to the brain, to the, to the neck and back to the feet. And it's like a warm up. 
Oh, that's and, nice. Okay. And it works really, really well. I had an athlete yesterday. She's training for uh, Kona. And she, for the first time, she's in her uh, early 30s, she had uh, uh, plantar fasciitis starting, which is an overdiagnosed, in my opinion, an overdiagnosed, <laughs> you know, plantar fasciitis. You know, really? So anyways, um, we actually started on her feet and then found out that her calves are extremely tight, mm-hmm. which, which is pulling up you know, on the fascia Mm -hmm. on her foot. And I touched base with her this morning. She's like, my feet are sore, but my calves feel amazing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, think happens and the human touch and the feedback you get from it has, has been so helpful to so many of my clients from, from uh, toddlers, little kids on the table, giggling to Mm -hmm. uh, people in their eighties. So and I'm not, I'm not afraid to touch their feet. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, it sounds like something I, it, I have not experienced it yet, but it is something uh, definitely interested in learning and experiencing. I think that's sometimes the best way um, yeah. to kind of learn about it. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, so if you have somebody coming in using reflexology, is that something that you see them like on, like for a couple of times to get it going and then you maintain it, like how, what kind of benefit do, do people see with like low frequency versus higher frequency of, of the treatments? Exactly. Um, and I, so, uh, I, if we have an issue, we're going to work on that issue once or twice a week for a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. I really don't diagnose, but I will, I do say your body will tell us when we, when we need to start spreading things out and yeah. you will know the difference. And then we just start spreading everything out. And then it's, it's all about a tune up. Right. You know, like if you don't hear from me in a month, you, you get a hold of me because you know, life gets mm-hmm. in the way. And right. so, I mean, I had a gal who was dismounting her horse the wrong way and she didn't realize it. She was riding her horse every day and she was coming down on the ball of her foot and she just created so much pain in that foot. And so she came every week for probably six weeks mm-hmm. and we worked it all out. And she did her own home therapy, rolling on a golf ball and other uh, stretches. And now mm-hmm. she just comes in for tune-ups. Right. Yeah. And she's happy. And so, yeah, awesome. Where do you see... So like from a massage, you know, massage therapy perspective versus reflexology, do you typically combine them with everybody? Do you separate them? Cause you kind of already mentioned the people that maybe are a little bit hypersensitive to touch do well with reflexology. Um, yeah. But like, are there, are there cross patterns there? So good question. Um, some people, well, most people don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. They're like reflexology. What is that? So what happens is um, they'll come in for a massage. They'll have a body part that's in pain or an injury or, you know, their back is hurting or whatever. And um, I will mention feet and I'll touch their feet. And they're like, oh, that feels so good. And, you know, your body heals and you recover in those aha moments when you're intense and you're struggling your body is not getting the message and it's Mm -hmm. trying, it's telling you what it needs to do. That's what the pain is for. Mm 
because right. it's telling you what needs addressed. Right. So mm-hmm. um, they're like, oh, well, let me add like 15 minutes. I just want you to do my feet. And then I've had people, the whole hour is feet. Mm-hmm. And some people fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm just down there digging away, you know, and, and yeah. I have some tuning forks I'll put on the sides of their feet. You know, there's lots of, of uh, places on your feet to put that tuning fork or on a body part, whether it's okay. a stomach or, I mean, I felt, uh, and people don't give, I don't want all the information. Like, I don't want to know anything. I want to tell you what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And that, then they're like, they're in. Because I have felt scars on people's shoulders. I have felt C-sections around the stomach area. Mm-hmm. I, the head, I'll be in the head or a shoulder. And they're like, I feel it. I feel it. Mm-hmm. And I don't, cause I don't want to know. I, you know, I want them to, to, to feel it and, and understand it and believe in it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I, one thing I mentioned when we were talking about, um, you know, tune-ups. I feel sometimes we reach out for help on things with massage and therapy and stuff like that only when we feel pain and forget about how important maintenance and just that proactive well-being is because I feel like in the U.S. our healthcare system is very reactive. Um, And by that, I mean reactive to when something's wrong versus being proactive and trying to maintain a healthy body and maintain that as, as pain-free possible life as, as we can, you know, there's always going to be some aches and stuff in our body (laughs) as we get older, but that's normal. But just that pain that's like debilitating, like preventing that as much as possible, um, I think is so important. And just that maintenance. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've worked really, really hard to um, educate my clients. And I have quite a handful that are on a monthly rotation. They come mm-hmm. in every month. And I will say the last couple of years, they are healthier, happier, and they know they're coming to see me. And so they, there's confidence that if I find something, we're going to take care of it because it hasn't been brewing there for a long time. And, you know, I'm like, what, what if, what have you been doing with your arms lately? What, what are these pecs here? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I've been doing the barbell. I'm like, yeah, I can feel that, you know? So, <laughs> so just, um, it, it's not a foo-foo thing anymore for people, you know, with our, our lifestyle and our uncertainties and our families, they really, they find such value in it. You know, um, I can do deep tissue. I can do, um, soft tissue and I can back off I can go deeper and I always ask for feedback because it's everyone has a different tolerance for the feeling and trust and they're like oh that's such a good hurt I know it's going to be okay and I'm like well Mm -hmm. you you're not going to like me tomorrow but the day after you will you'll feel better (laughs) but tomorrow you're not going to like me (laughs) because they're sore I I broke stuff up I I I encourage lymph drainage, um, you know, things that haven't been worked in a month or, or, or if you're an athlete, if you're athletic and you work out three or four times a week, you need to come every week. So I Mm -hmm. do have a handful of people that they are structured. They work out much, you know, many, many times 
and hard stuff. So they come every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think um, everything that we've been talking about as far as pain, it's helpful to realize that part of what you're talking about too, is like the stress and family and all of that kind of stuff. If you, if you're pushing your body to a high level or, or if you're sitting long duration at a desk, you're putting physical stress on your body. So we call sitting as the new smoking because your lumbar spine is in a, it's, it's actually in a, it's a pretty stressed state when you're seated for extended periods of time. Your hips are in what we call a flex position, which puts your hip flexors in a shortened position. You're going to under recruit your glutes. Oftentimes you're going to kind of go into a little bit more of this forward head posture and just use all of the muscles on the front of our body all day long and not really use any of the muscles on the back of our body all day long. So we become very imbalanced when we're seated long duration, when we're working out, we're, you know, pushing our body to in a different way, but putting different kind of stressors on our bodies. So when we talk about physical stress, there's, there's all of that mechanical stuff that can be going on every single day. And then we talk about the emotional stress that you can start to feel just in general, right? Like you have that tense phone call and then all of a sudden your shoulders are starting to come up. Well, that's going to be manifesting there in the muscles in your neck. So it's, so as days and days and days go on, your body can just start to feel achy and creaky and this and that. And if you wait until it's this like, boom, big, you know, big series of events, well, yeah, it's like so much harder to calm that down, but somehow like our, our culture has taught us that maintaining our health is, is only for those that are like, and I don't know, like bougie, you know, like it's, it's like, oh, you know, like she does all this self-care. She's selfish. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense. If you do basic self-care, keep on, you know, stay on top of your mental health, stay on top of your stress management, stay on top of your physical health. You are better for everybody around you. (laughs) Like every interpersonal relationship will benefit, whether it's work, family, you know, uh, partners, kids, any of that's going to benefit. And then guess what? Like it ultimately you're gonna have less pain because all of your interpersonal relationships are better. So it just like creates this cycle of improved health. And then it, it, so it's not this negative, like selfish thing. It's definitely like taking care of yourself is a great way to help take care of the rest of the rest of the relationships in your life. And so it's, it's great that there's you know, people like you that are out there that are encouraging this and saying, Hey, like, see me once a month, stay on top of it. Don't wait for the yo-yo. Like that yeah. yo-yo is so reactive. It's like, if we wait until it's pain, well, I mean, and that's fine. Like you can do that and we can treat that. But now it's just like all of that build up. It just makes it so much worse than if it's like, you would just kind of, it was starting to build boop, 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 and then you bring it back down, starts to build boop, 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 and you bring it back down. I mean, I mean, Dr. and Bobby and I were just, we were just together this past weekend and, and we were treating each other. Um, absolutely. People need a place to feel safe. And yep. the emotional component to all of this is huge. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I still have those people that come in and say, Joanne, I want you to fix this and this and this and this you can do. I'm like, okay, well, let's just get started, you know, and. <laughs> You know, this isn't body work and PT. It's not uh, a pill. No, it is a process. And if you're in it, you have to be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, the yo-yo, 
thing. It doesn't work. Yo-yoing in life doesn't work. Now you don't have to be addicted and like, oh my gosh, you know, people change appointments or somebody gets sick or whatever. I'm really flexible with that. But over time, and and, um, I, I think we're making the shift. I think that the people coming to me, they're seeing it as value, value to them. And they're, they're seeing it mm-hmm. because they, they, they've, they've trusted me enough and long enough to know that they feel like I don't get those colds anymore. I, I don't feel as stressed. I sleep so well after your massages. Mm-hmm. And there's like a, a healing that I don't even need to understand that's going on when a person is, is got a, 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 feels good about themselves and is relaxed, you know, their body does what it needs to do. I, I'm the hands and the facilitator and I, you know, I'm not judging any of it because mm-hmm. I probably been there. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. athletic background is insane. So, you know, I've been, I've, I've done Ironman triathlons and. Oh, nice. Uh, run 50 mile endurance things and you know I don't need to do that anymore but my body you know it paid the price I did a lot of yoga I still do yoga Mm -hmm. and uh, so there's all kind of modalities that let you breathe and feel where that discomfort's coming from and just thank your body I always say let's thank your body for that not because it was trying to protect you from something. And now mm-hmm. we don't need it anymore. It can find another job. We don't need it not like to be there. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of take that mentality, like, you know what, I, I don't have to be so mad about my tight neck, because it is protecting me against something. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't want to live with it anymore. So how do I, how do I make that shift? And so right. oh, I kind of help do that. <laughs> I do help do that. <laughs> you do. Yes. Yeah. I think that taps into that mind body connection a little bit too. So I think we undervalue that in general. I know I have had a tendency to do that where it's like, Oh, I've got, it's, it's, you think it's like it dropped out of the sky and all of a sudden I've got a knot on one side of my neck that's creating pain. Why? Like, why would that be the case? I didn't fall. I didn't, um, I wasn't in a car accident. There's no trauma to like create that one spot. Right. So, Mm -hmm. but it could be that mind body connection of something is tensing to protect me from something Mm -hmm. in some way, shape or form. So really trying to just treat the symptom doesn't really make a lot of sense in that scenario because if we don't treat the cause, well, it's just going to come back. Right. Yep. And then we and get into that cyclic loop. Yeah. So learning how to chill. <laughs> yeah. I ask people all the time, how much water did you drink? How, how is your sleep? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what's your schedule? Did you work out today? You're not going to work out after the massage, right? Because you need a window. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's like, there's other components that brought that knot in your neck other anxieties and whatever mm-hmm. or it's something physical you were lifting boxes or you reached too high up on a shelf or you turned yep. the wrong way there there's so many different components and we can't just assume which one it is because their body inside knows what it is and we're sure. there to help you know change the yep. pattern 
Absolutely. And that's where I'm glad you recognize pain as like saying thank you, because we think of pain as like, oh, it's bad. It's only bad. It just needs to go away. When really, if you take a step back and say, why is my body doing this? It's a warning sign in Mm -hmm. some way. We think of it as harm, but oftentimes it's not harm. It is harm if your hand is on a hot stove. Okay, that's That's harm. (laughs) Take your hand off the hot stove. Yeah. Okay. So there's times I'm stepping on glass, take your foot off the glass. Okay. So, and then in that scenario, the pain that you feel is a good signal. You should feel that because otherwise more tissue damage will happen. If you don't react to the situation, we went through the same example with stress. Not all stress is bad. So if I'm in that, like I need to fight mode, stress, the stress response kicks in and I'm amped up and I can either fight or flight. So it's a protective mechanism that our body does. So it's not a bad thing, but when that maintains for a long time and it's no longer a helpful signal, just like with stress, pain is the same exact scenario. Well, now it starts to contribute to self-doubt, more stress. Um, When you're in that chronic pain, you don't sleep well, like everything starts to manifest into this negative state. Well, if you can truly stop and really trying to figure out all of the contributing factors. Some might be mechanical. Maybe we need to change that workstation at your desk. Some maybe how you're lifting. Some might be related to how you're positioned for sleeping. Some might be stress management. Some might be underlying anxiety. Typically, if pain's been going on for a long period of time, it's all of those. All That's of what it. I was say. All the above. All of it. Yes. All the above. It's not just one. So when we do just one thing, and there's three or four other contributing factors, well, no wonder you're in the same loop. So that's why tapping into all of the resources that we have, we have body work therapists, reflexologists, there's acupuncturists, physical therapists, there's mental health counselors, I mean, nutritionists. I mean, there's all sorts of people out there that can be uh, you know, uh, helpful for the, for the referral to create this team of people around you mm-hmm. in a situation where there is complex pain. Um, so it's helpful to say like, oh, I had no idea that like, I could see a Western medicine physician and get some imaging to rule out red flags. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a fracture in the bone? Okay. Well, rule that out. <laughs> like That would be a mechanical stressor that you'd want to like say, make sure it's not there. Uh, but then also see like, what are these other individuals that are in our society? Because that's what makes us a society is that we have people with all different strengths and all the different perspectives. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe this would resonate with somebody. And it's like, oh, if I just take this time and come back a little bit and work with some reflexology and then tap into the sore muscles, maybe that starts to unlock some stuff and it starts to mm-hmm. unravel some things that maybe weren't quite in the present mind and start to become in the present mind. And then maybe you do talk to a mental health counselor or you do do some, um, you know, uh, breathing techniques, uh, yoga, anything that's going to kind of help bring you back down into that more connected state with mind and body. And the more you tap into that mind body connection, I'm telling you, big things can happen. Big life yes. change can I've, happen. I've, I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen so many people let their wall down through laughter and tears and yep. um, uh, I've seen it all and yep. the, you know I mean I they've been hurting so bad when I'm in their calves they're like pounding the table 
And <laughs> and then like they're like, oh, this was so good. And they get up off the table like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so different. They mm-hmm. feel so different. And like you said, things get layered up, layered and layered. And the thing that set it off to like really bling bling, I'm in pain. There's mm-hmm. so many other things that have been going on that got them to that point. Yep. And, but they don't know it because what brought them to you isn't really what the, the, the self-diagnosis that goes on sometimes is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got, I got a tight hamstring. Okay. And then I'll say, well, let's just kind of warm up this first. And they're like, oh my quads. I, I had no idea they were that tight because their yeah. body lost it because they got to walk or whatever. They're sitting in a chair all day. And the thing they thought they came in for is part of it, but there's so many other body parts. So, yeah. yeah. Usually it's a little bit well, more. Yeah. So I just Joe, I, I may have to come experience it with you. Experience <laughs> reflexology. I, I might have to schedule a time to come see okay. you. Well, I don't and I don't assume that like I know all everything. It's like it's the journey with me and their body, and their body yeah. tells what it wants to tell it sometimes it'll hide something and I'll touch something and it'll go deeper into the tissues I'm like oh that's not ready yet you know and you back <laughs> off a little bit and you warm it up yep. and because it's scared mm-hmm. you know, yep. the inside yep. of your body's like who are you and what are you pushing that you know right. why are you exactly. doing that yeah and, exactly and so when somebody starts their body starts to trust you I tell the, my clients that comes to me for the first time, I go, just wait till the next visit. Your body will remember this touch and mm-hmm. we will even learn more. Exactly. And yeah. I believe that. And that's been, mm-hmm. you know, my whole thing. That's awesome. Right. Okay. Well, Joe, we really appreciate having you on. I think this has been helpful for me to understand a little bit more about reflexology. Hopefully Dr. Bobby is actually going to experience reflexology. Next time up, I'm, in, I'm up in Chicago, then I'll, I'll definitely yeah. pop on in. Yeah, so the bottom of your feet, um, there's the meridians, uh-huh. and then there is the big toe is your brain, and you can get into different parts for headaches, and, and it goes into your heart and your lungs and your liver and um, stomach, uh, the digestion, uh, elimination, the whole back, the whole spinal column. I can feel I can feel mm-hmm. the lump. I can feel the little knot. I'm like, Ooh, what's going on there? You know? And right. it, it doesn't hide anything from me. the kidneys. What do you press on? Or the bladder? It's like mm-hmm. your bladder's empty. Yeah. Or your bladder's full. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So I've had a couple of two hour massages and we've never made it the whole two hours without them having to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah you get but everything any- moving. I do a lot of uh, 30 minute reflexology and an hour massage all together. Got it. Okay. Very cool. A lot of that. Very cool. Awesome. Well, hopefully everybody found this helpful for our uh, series in pain. And uh, definitely if you want to learn a little bit more, we have other videos that will be in our, in our YouTube channel. It's uh, in a playlist that's called pain. So it should be pretty easy to search for. Uh, so you can kind of tap into that for some more knowledge on pain and uh, follow us on, on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. We really try and put some good information out there that everybody will find helpful. And um, we appreciate you all. Okay. 
All right. Thanks. Have a good day. Thanks, Thanks guys.